Okay, so what's up? What's up, fam? Uh, I'm jumping in here with a quick one right here, so don't even fret. Because I'm on my bike and I just want to have a conversation about something that has been on my spirit. It's been riding my spirit for some time now, so I guess it's time for me to talk about it. Because I don't went over and over and over and over my head. And I'm like, okay, it's time for me to share this information. Because I'm getting some confirmations that messages what I'm receiving are exactly what I'm receiving, what is being said. So, let me say this. Okay, so the work on the subconscious mind, okay, the fine-tuning of the subconscious mind starts with your mind and the acknowledgement of your mind, right? So, the example that I was given um, on what they may look like and what they may sound like, I'm going to give you. Okay, and there's different degrees, so this is not... You know, you heard one cluster of information and it applies all throughout and this is it. No, that is only a portion of it. That is only a degree of it, right? Okay. You guys are following me so far. No, you are. All right, so... Back to what I was saying about subconscious, fine-tuning. Okay, so to fine-tune your subconscious mind, you first have to acknowledge that you are receiving information on a daily basis um, from, you know, a higher energy or a lower energy um, or somewhere in the middle depending on how you choose to categorize those, okay, or compartmentalize those, okay? So, upon that, those are things, there are things being said that are in relation to every step you have taken, every experience that you have had, taken and sort of put in like a bank, to reference um, combined with the emotions that went along with it when you experienced it. So you have your words and then you have your emotion, okay? So you have your air and then you have your water, okay? Um, your belief, your belief I probably would say is a fire. Because um, what you believe in how it makes you how, how, how it sets the intent for what's been said and done, okay? Um, so, you're working with elements, ultimately. You have fire, you have water, you have earth, uh, fire, water, earth, and then you have air uh, that, that produces into thought, right? That, or that, um, you know, words are thrown in your mind like Scrabble and you know your mind puts these things together and there's photographs there are photographs in your mind that take pictures of these things and places it in a form and in a form of an idea 
okay and th those are the makings of you the makings of um, your reality and how you create your reality and how your choices that you make and how you how they create your reality okay i want to leave that there okay so Considering everything that I just said, okay, there's acknowledgement that has to happen that these things are actually happening within before you make a decision in your contemplation, in your worry, in your anxiety, in your anxiousness, in your anticipation, right? These things lie um, and they lie dormant if you're not aware of them and they sort of dictate your life and experiences. And if, you know, can place you in situations and person, places and things that was the same way it was before, um, trying to get your attention um, to acknowledge uh, what story are you telling yourself? What is that narrative? You know what I mean? And how does it affect you? And does it still serve you? Or is it something that needs to be um, refreshed, reprogrammed, cleansed, purified? and released you know in that order maybe not so back to projections when you see a person and you think a certain thing in their head or a certain ideas come up in your mind about what you see when you glance at this person uh, you walk past them in the store you walk past them on the street you roll past them on your bike you roll past them in your car what are the thoughts that came up in your mind do, do you have thoughts that come up in your mind you know what I mean? Um, you know, it's, it's something to, you know, ask yourself. Because some people aren't even aware that uh, there are those conversations. They, it scares people to know that there are conversations being had in their mind. That they feel like uh, they haven't gotten to know. So they just ignore it as in, you know, nothing. Because it's been deemed to be negative if you are conscious of things spiritually if you have a you know uh, understanding of things spiritually um it, it's it has been deemed sort of negative to to talk to yourself or it's been seen you know deemed weird um to talk to yourself or to build on your imagination because uh there's a system and there's um idea that is worship here that the physical is the most important than anything spiritual you know comes after that but the physical comes first and you can see it of course in certain statues and stuff you see statues that look like penises you see war statues you know and things of that nature is most more mostly masculine um iconography uh that your subconscious mind is taking in on a daily basis break time bring me along i've been doing this so long and i'll be damned if i see another chick on your arm okay so um yeah you know being in touch spiritually is not something that's necessarily understood and that's the reason why it's not understood because um, 
is something that is mysterious. It's something that is within and it's not something that can be defined. It is a practice um, of understanding, of uh, exchanging information, uh, give and receive, um, how that pertains to your life and work with the elements in doing so. Um, so, hey, so how you, how you, how you, um, how you acknowledge your subconscious and how it plays a part in your life is one of the first steps in acknowledging that, okay? But what you see in people, a lot of times what you, you see and think about people are, are your thoughts about yourself because it all starts with you. So they're usually, they're usually projections, right? Of referenced experiences, you know, coming to the surface, um, which are talk, which are, which is ultimately talking to you about, you know, who you are, and why you are who you are. Now, jump into where we are now. Now that we've covered sort of the basics of the subconscious mind. Um, let's talk about energies and what they want you to see. Okay. There can be a time where you can look at someone and assume a certain thing and think a certain thing about them, what they may be going through, what was the expression on their face, how does it pertain to you or not. Those ideas and old thoughts could be and a disguise, so to speak. It can be a way for a person's ancestors or a person's protection to be stepping in before you can see that. You understand what I'm saying? So let's just say if um, somebody was looking to go out and rob somebody, right? And the person that's going out to rob somebody is, he's going out to rob somebody, like, look, I ain't going to be looking for nobody that's driving a Toyota, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be looking for somebody who drives a Fiat. Fiat's a cool car, though. I had a Fiat. Um, uh, someone who, you know, drives those humble cars, right? Humble, humble, humble cars, okay? Um, a Nissan, you know? They may say, hey, I want to go after, like, a Benz. You know, a Tesla, um, Audis, you know, people who drive those kind of cars because it may, to them, signify wealth, right? And they want to rob from the, what they consider rich, right? That's a whole nother thing right there. I'm going to stay on topic. Stay on topic. Okay. So... Let's just say if a person is going out to, to rob these people, sets out to go rob somebody, right? 
let's just say they have their eye on somebody who drives a Benz. And when they look at this person that drives a Benz, let's just say they look at this person, they're like, ooh, no, not this person. That just didn't feel right. It was the way the person looked. It was just certain energy. You know, I ain't want to do that or something like that. That could be because what that person's ancestors wanted you to see was what you seen was something that was didn't align with that action that you wanted to do because they're protected. You understand what I'm saying? So based on what you see and it can work both ways it can also be for your protection you could see something in another person at that particular moment in time that you seen that you feel like wasn't working for you just didn't sit right with your spirit and that could play out in arguments that could play out in disagreements that could play out in you know, a nagging feeling when you come around a person, just not feeling 100% comfortable around someone, just not feeling 100% comfortable with yourself around someone. Opposed to it being a direct hit towards that person and what they're doing and how they're doing it, it could be directly linked to your subconscious, to which you are you, so you are your subconscious, to warn you or to sort of like wave a flag at you about something when it comes to this person and why you feel that way so ultimately it becomes a learning lesson about you or not and it becomes about the person and it becomes something that you you fight and resist and that 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 is a, a rabbit hole that a lot of people go into and they they lose themselves you've heard the story they lose themselves they wasn't the same person they feel like something was draining them or they feel like they were poisoned spiritually is because of neglect of the spiritual body the neglect of the spiritual knowledge, the neglect of the spiritual practice to understanding these languages. Okay? So, do you, you know, allow this to do what it do for you or not? understand that sometimes what you see in a person is sometimes not exactly what it is but it was what you were supposed to see how you were supposed to align yourself to a higher frequency or a higher understanding to understand why this particular circumstance appeared in your reality that's all peace